well. Hello, Aiden. Hello. Hello, Vex. Hello. Hello, Salem. Hello. Hello, Lark. Hi. Hello, Cat. Hello. <laughs> How is everybody doing? <laughs> it's been a time. <laughs> Sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Has the seasonal depression started to kick in with anyone? Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Maybe a lot. <laughs> the sads, the, the cold weather affecting my asthma and other health issues. It's been pretty difficult to be a person. It's kind of funny to think about how cold it's been because I'm just sweating right now. Same. <laughs> Uh huh. <sighs> We're toasty boys, guys. Toasty. This is actually the first year that I've been able to spite my way out of seasonal depression. Spite it, just. Oh, I really f did. you. Because it was like it was starting to hit, and then I was like, I'm not doing this this year. I am too <laughs> tired of your shit. And so essentially, I put things in place that would help me out of it, and I've been pretty good so far. That's pretty good. Very nice. Did disappear off the face of the earth to do so, but I mean, <laughs> sometimes as long as you're still okay, like that's the part that matters. As long as we occasionally hear, "Hey guys," okay. you know, every so, now and then, I usually say to people, "I'm like, hey, can you make a noise? Just let me know you're just, good." We gotta know. That's just gotta life. know. Please. Any sign of life? <laughs> we need a sign of life. Um, so this week we are not celebrating Thanksgiving. No. But we do do doo doo. <laughs> Thanksgiving is doo doo. It is doo doo, yeah. yep. Uh well it was like training day, but we decided to give it a name. Yes. What was it again? Feast uh, Feast, feast Tempro. Tempro. Tem Which is just the feast at Tara and I was just like, you know what? Sure. I'm named Yummy. after the hill of Tara. Sure, why not? Because <laughs> um, we were trying to think of like something that was, you know, what they did before a big battle or whatever. Um, and it was just like one of those things where it was, they had a feast at Tara. That was one of the things that they did before a big battle was they would gather at Tara and have a big old feast. And so um, it just seemed fitting. And then a craft day and then a spa day. Be a wonderful weekend. Much needed. Yep. I definitely have been circumventing my seasonal depression. I think with the whole Huga thing of just the the slow living and listening to my hibernation body. Sounds really weird. What? You know what I've been doing? Hibernating? Hibernating and watching Bob's Burgers again. Oh my God! <laughs> We're back to comfort shows. <laughs> Is the season. It's the season. I've been wanting Parks and Rec so bad. Dude, straight I've never been able to watch that because Aiden won't let me watch it without him. I started it once and I thought, I thought I was like, yeah, and then he's just like, you're watching this without me, and I was like, Aiden, no. You can start it without. Oh my God! No way. No, I'm watching Bones now. <laughs> that one you cannot watch it's without me. Okay. <laughs> Despite having seen it, yes, <laughs> it's just so good. See, there's it's just there's all these rules. <laughs> I just want to watch this. I just want to figure out what shows I can watch <laughs> and just have on while I work on this shawl. I finally started watching the dubbed version of Ghost Stories. Uh, it, I, oh. I heard, I had heard oh. the rumors. <laughs> I was not prepared for You can never be prepared. No. I actually, Sav, had never heard of it. And... Well, now I gotta look it up because I haven't heard of it. So, you cannot. Not yet. <laughs> I have to show you the thing that I showed Sav. No! Because I showed Sav a video, and it was essentially... Alright, this is the dub version. This is not an abridged, this is not a crack version. This is the dub. I'm scared. Official. The official dub. Officially. And it's 
It's the greatest thing to have on while I'm doing literally anything else. Can I look it up to at least see what the heck it is? Okay. Sure. <laughs> that is an anime that I would watch. I would love if all of us watched that because it is bonkers. <laughs> bonkers. It has my favorite it's, voice actor. I've time. seen the first two episodes. Okay. I have seen the first two episodes. It's called Ghost Stories. It's, it's something interesting. <laughs> is it scary? Please may it borrow your restroom. No. Please may it borrow your restroom. It's. That was banishing a ghost, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever works, I guess. <laughs> I figured out who the bad guy, the bad guy was, like from the second episode, and my friend's like, "No, yeah. only from the second, the first time." <laughs> well, I had, I had inklings in the first one, right? But I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe they're just trying to, maybe they're just trying to play with me, you know? No, no. <laughs> no. They make it so obvious. You're sitting there like, is this supposed to be? A twist? <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> you don't know if it's satire, you don't know if it's comedy, you don't really know, but it's serious. It's supposed yeah. to be. You don't really know what's going on. It's very strange. Weird. It's silly. <laughs> very. So it's not scary? No. No. The original <laughs> tried, tried to be, but the dub just goes, no. No. The dub truly went, uh-uh. This? This is gonna be funny. The dub said we're making our own TV show. <laughs> I want a season two. <laughs> exactly. Why do all the good ones only have one season? The problem is it's not good. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay, let, let me rephrase. Why do all of the like entertaining ones best ones <laughs> only have one season? Oh, imagine Always. if they brought it back for a second season just to do the dubbed version. Everyone Just likes that. the dub version Nothing so else. much. <laughs> I don't know if like is the right word. <laughs> Everyone watches the dub version so much. You can't not like it. You can't not. You know there's a little part of you that loves it. No, you know. I want I want to see up to date references in it now. That'd be funny. How old is oh my it? Oh god, old. It's old. It's uh, that is that. I'm show wise. Show wise. I know. <laughs> Just funny because it's like that is such a big broad thing when either of you will say so old for anime. It's old for anime. Since okay. 2000. Okay. Not like not TV show TV show old is anime old. Yes. Well, anime old to me well, is eighties. Yeah. yeah like say, anime, like old, anime old, old to me is is Akira. Like that's anime Astro old. Boy, it looks like it. Should it does. Be. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not. Akira, but it looks like it hurt me a little watching. Like, yeah. Yep. The art style really hurt me, but like, it's good. It's worth it. So, what's everyone working on magically? Anything? Don't oh, don't look at cat. Don't, don't look, look at cat. No. Uh, I'll go first for this one. Yeah, yes. and so, what are you doing magically? Um, it's so interesting. So, this actually goes into the seasonal depression thing we talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, I've actually been mostly avoiding it this year because I have leaned into the whole Huga slow living. Uh, as well as coming out of my big ritual that I did a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, just your little, little, little casual. Yeah. <laughs> my nine-day ritual that involved hanging from a tree and doing massive amounts of psychedelics. Uh, <laughs> Only for one of those nights. Yes, just one. But um, it was kind of a brain reset for a lot of my magical stuff. So I've had a lot of uh, ideas for creative things and projects that I want to do. And I'm really excited to start working on those, but at the same time, I'm also wanting to really take the time to fully process the experience and learn from it. So it's been a nice intersection of excited for all of the new stuff I have ideas for and taking the slow living time to really process. And it's been a really nice change from my normal seasonal feelings of this time of year because... Normally, this time of year, I am burned out and scrambling to stay afloat until the holiday break, and then I'm a zombie for two weeks, so. That's legit. 
finger guns all the way. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so then what does that look like? Uh, which part? The just focusing on it. Like, what are you focusing on if you're taking it? Uh, so I'm working on getting a more consistent meditative practice. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of new ideas from the ritual about how meditation looks specifically for me and how to develop that. Um, in particular, because I don't resonate with a lot of like guided meditations or meditation books, the way they describe how to do things does yeah. not work for my brain. Um, so I have I figured out how my brain relates to things in that sphere more consistently, so I can I have a bunch of new methods to try. Uh, and then also just because of work and burnout and everything else, I have not had a consistent meditative practice for a very long time. Um, so getting back to that is really one of my biggest goals. Uh, and then I have a lot of ideas for magical tools and things I want to produce for my own practice. Um, especially things like redoing my altar space and finishing my staff and a few other things where uh, I kind of take the things I've made so far and refocus them to a more coherent practice. Shiny level. That's kind of nice. Dishwasher? Dishwasher's loud, I'm not sure why it's running before our podcast, but... Because we had two dishes. Yeah. God. Especially with food coming up Thursday. Even though we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, we do have a good meal. It's the Feast of Tar. Yeah. The Feast. The Feast of Tar. The Feast. Also, food is food. Food. I need to eat every day, so... <laughs> That's legit. Salem, what about you? I know you've been working on some things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as much as I'd like to, uh, but... I don't think anyone ever does. Like, yeah. I think that's just a constant. Mm. Um, I started making some little flashcards out of one of my uh, poisons book. So I just went through... And <laughs> I'm getting very adorable with the text. Um, I went through, because a lot of... I'm sorry, is that weird? Poisons? Poison? It wasn't a look of that's weird. Oh. It was a look of, oh my god. God, that's so cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on the other side effect, so I did not get to see the look. Uh, yeah, so they the book that I have came with um, a lot of the different poisons because they are poisons and toxic and yeah. difficult to work with and find. They have made glyphs that are kind of like sigils that kind of infuses the energy of the specific plant to use in a magical working in lieu of the actual plant. Um, so I just started doing that. There's three different books of plants in it. There's Saturn, Mercury, and Venus. Ooh, cool, I like that. Um, I have so a book that does herbs through the, the planets too, yeah. and that I love when they do that because then it makes it so you can attach it to more things and use it for more stuff because then it's Something that you, oh, Mercury, this is what I associate with Mercury, blah, blah, blah. So, mm -hmm. continue. No, absolutely. I love doing, like, correspondence things are one of my, like, <coughs> tism, grab on, like, run with it things for witchcraft. <laughs> like, yep. give me a correspondence list for something. Give me, like, what a certain rock is used for. I will remember that rock and probably remember <laughs> what the rock is for. Like, nice. even... Now, when I was, like, going through some of my stones earlier, it's like, oh, I know exactly what this is. It's like, it could have been any other rock. <laughs> but so, you know yeah. I'm working on little flashcards. Um, a couple of other, uh, dan quote, dangerous herb books to kind of go through and add to the back of the flashcards that tell more about it. That's awesome. That's always the found the best way to learn was is like writing and making flashcards. Like not even sometimes I I didn't even need the flashcards by the time I was done with them because yeah. writing it down that's the part that's that, that helped me. Yeah, but I also feel like it would be nice for other people too. We could have it in like a little library. Oh yeah, just quick indexing. 
Yep. This I have flashcards for uh, the tarot cards as well. Nice. Um, but I think once we get, I think we need another bookshelf in the war room, but that would, yeah, that would be a good place for it. Mm -hmm. A little magical library? Yep. Lark, what have you been working on magically? Doesn't have to be. Nope. Felting? <laughs> You're still on the fiber arts cake. Yes. That's definitely something you've incorporated into your magic, though, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, eventually I'll have a sigil in the front of our dwelling that protection, uh, incorporating fibers and noise. Jingly bells. Yellow jingly bells. <laughs> <laughs> bells are great for that. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Vex, what about you? I know you've been busy with like other things. Anything particular with your magical practice? Actually, yes. Nice. Um, and it's been less of a specific magical thing and more of magic within the mundane type thing. I love that. Um, which has been a difficult line for me to like erase essentially. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times when I think of magic I think of something separate from the rest of my life. Um, and that's ended up making creating like magic habits and things like that difficult to obtain because it felt like such an other thing and even if I wanted to grow in other aspects of my life and that aspect yeah. it always felt like there was this disconnect and so they weren't growing together and one was suffering if the other was like forward. moving forward yeah exactly um, but through essentially my spiteful thwarting of my <laughs> seasonal depression um, I ended up making a schedule for myself and that schedule ended up including things that I had always wanted to do, like drawing, singing, or doing other things with like my voice, um, and including things like stepping outside once a day. Yeah. Good things like stretching and all of that outside of like um, work stuff. And in doing that and in finding that schedule, it became a lot more clear that there's not this line, and that stepping outside is in and of itself a magical activity. It yeah. is taking in everything around me. Stretching in and of itself is a magical activity. It's taking a moment to think about your body and it's not just your physical body, it's the spiritual aspect of it. It's doing things that thank you, Carly. It's doing <laughs> things that Helpful. you love. And doing things that you love in and of itself is magical because you're feeding more than just the rat race, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and so, Did you watch? even by not doing anything magical for the past week, I did a lot more things magical than I usually do. Absolutely, 100% on board with that. I really like and believe turning, like, like blending the mundane and the magical. Um, it makes it feel it makes magic feel easier and more attainable. Yes. And like, you know, not this like, you need these specific things for a spell to do whatever. It's like, no, I'm just gonna light a candle and take a bath. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, you know, I'll, you know, I'm just going to do, go outside, go for a walk. Just like, breathe for a second. It's literally a, a do what I want. <laughs> yeah. One of Whatever the feels right. best things I ever did was for my magic was to start to just incorporate it in my life in little mundane ways. Like it, it's practice. It's getting yourself attuned to like that mindset as well, which then just works for you throughout, you know, the rest of your stuff. And so, um, and then being around other people that also do that. That is was a huge help where like magic is just a part of the everyday conversation. It's a part of the everyday life, you know. Um, 
it's stuff you don't even think about are now daily practices with the people around you. It's, it's going really all of our cool. practices go into hyperdrive when we're all together. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which is not a bad thing. Could never. <laughs> I love getting like being inspired by people who I love and am close to, and then in turn having you know maybe having them inspired by something that I'm doing. Um, Vesper is uh, under the weather right now, but I'm hoping to collab with them on Great. some things. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about doing some like new moon, uh, full moon things for Hecate and Freya. I am so excited for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just like, I don't know, I'm excited to like kind of get it started, but mm -hmm. again, like, the slow season winter, it yep. feels like I can't like forcefully push it through, I just gotta like settle into it. It's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> That's, I also have a bunch of things that I want to talk to Vesper <laughs> Specifically, well, because we share pantheons, so uh -huh. a lot of my experiences through my ritual, I really want to talk to them in detail about. Right. Um, especially the similarities and differences between our experiences, channel and spirit, mm -hmm. um, because they have a completely different experience with Freya than I do with Odin. The other thing, going off of your point of like being inspired and seeing what everyone else is doing, is I love having we all have different special interests and specialties magically. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I have a question about Hecate, I can talk to you. Or uh, if I have a question about like uh, Lou or Fiber Arch or something that I'm not specifically interested in, Lark is available, or Loki, or you know, like there's so many things that aren't like I do not know a whole lot about X subject, but someone here does. Well, and then the other part of that is, like, if there is something that I am trying to figure out how to do magically, so depending on what it is, like, for example, if it's something more about, like, trying to figure out, like, ways to go about something, I might go to Lark and be like, this is what I'm trying to do. And Lark will just pull something I've never thought of just out of the air the way that Lark does. And I'll be like, yes that's perfect that's what I should do you know and it's just like there's just different things I can go to people and just be like I'm thinking of doing this but I'm still rattling it around in my head and that's why I talk to people about it because then I get different people's viewpoints on it and stuff and it just again improves my practice that much more it's just getting those different brains working Collective. All of our little brain cells just. <laughs> we truly just. When we all get the one, one and we can. One whole brain cell, guys. <laughs> <everybody waiting between. laughs> we all just have a tiny slice of it. <laughs> Community, yo! <laughs> when we all can use the brain cell at the same time. We share. No brain cell. <laughs> that reminds me of another show I really want us all to watch, which is um, Sense 8. Because that's basically what it is. All eight people are connected in their brain the entire time. Oh yeah, entanglement. Yeah, that's why we have the tattoo. Well, that was so Ain and I have a couple tattoos that say entangled and it is kind of a nod to when we first met because one of the first conversations we had was about um, uh, entangled particles and <laughs> quantum physics and yeah. <laughs> Now, like you're looking at now, this kind of stuff, like the no, what was it, the Nobel Prize? The person that just got the Nobel Prize proved that, or proved that like multiple other universes exist and all that different stuff. Like so much stuff that Aiden and I had conversations with, like late at night, and these really in depth things about like quantum physics and life and you know all kinds of shit, and we're learning. God, we've been together for 10, 11 years now. We're learning like that, and there's like, oh yes, this is proven, and this is proven, and this is proven. This, Whoa. this thing that you theorized and talked about and thought like, mm -hmm. oh, but we're probably like way off. It, that's yeah. crazy. It's like, oh, actually. <laughs> actually. And that's um, why a lot of my magical practice, I think, I mean, a lot of my magic, not my practice, my, my belief is that my stuff that we, we know 
works. Like all of us know, manif you know, manifesting works. We've all done it and seen results and felt it and just some of the things I that we... I manifested the ghosts in this house. Yes, Cat manifested our hauntings <laughs> in our house. Because She gives me shit for all the time. <laughs> no, I just had to... to I just had to explain it to the realtor is all. <laughs> Which was fine because his wife was a witch too, so... It was all good. They're on to love. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so much, like, one of the things that I want to look into is now they've released all those, the gateway experience stuff from the, the CIA. I don't want to read all that wow. stuff. So interesting. Scary ghost again. We have already watched it. Why are we watch it again? Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's fun. It's a good movie. I do like Ewan that McGregor, movie. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> it's Ewan McGregor. You have to. You have yep. to. Yeah. I do uh, love that George man. Clooney. Yep. I love George Clooney in that one. He's so unhinged. Just enough. Just enough. Just, just that sprinkle of <laughs> unhinged energy. Immaculate. I love so the, the disclaimer at the beginning of that movie is more of this is true than you would believe. Yeah. And so that and that's was one of the first movies you and I watched yep. together. Almost everything in that movie is based on some real experience from the Stargate program. Yep. Which now we know is true. Spooky. Well, not true, but like the papers have been released. Yeah. But, um, what I've been working on magically has been more part of my um, Mirkin Mall or my dark time is observing the Huga, which is the slow living kind of thing. Especially after completing my second year of votary, being able to slow down and rest and not worry about when I'm doing things and planning things and whatnot. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's there is a part of that with my, my tism and, and stuff where I have to if I wanna do something I have to actually put an anchor in and schedule it. But then there's another part of that where it's like not all of my life needs to be scheduled anymore, like to make sure I get stuff done. So I'm kind of finding that balance, which is really nice. But then the other goal that I've had has been more of a like a deeper meditation. Um, and more astral work, and so, uh, the night before last, I actually, um, so, for podcast stuff, we're getting to a point where I think everyone will, we're trying to create, like, a, some people call it an astral temple, we're gonna call it, like, an astral lodge, um, long house kind of situation, where, um, people can have a safe space in the astral realm, um, to start from and each everybody has a room but it's also like a communal way to be able to gather astrally it sounds crazy when you talk about it and I understand but that I swear but I not. swear um, so anyways in this astral lodge you know there are uh, places where we will all come together and figure out what it looks like and stuff and and do as a group and then there are ones where we each have our own room. And so the other night I took time in my astral room to like make it or decorate it. And it went so much different than I thought it was gonna be. Cause I thought it was gonna be like playing pretend or like when I was writing fiction or something and I'd be like, okay, I want this and this is what I see for this and blah, blah, blah. But there was so much stuff that just like came up and I'm like, I have no idea where that came from. Like I did not even think about that until now. Like for example, there are bones on the bed that rattle when it moves. Oh. No idea. It's just that's what it is. And it's just so weird to have be like, yep, that's what it is. And it's like, who who decided this? <laughs> and it feels a lot like decorating an actual room because there's a spot where I have like a workspace, but I have a chair there and it's like the high chair in the war room kind of oh, thing. No. And it's not the one I want. <laughs> Carly. Come on, Carly. She's like, I just want to be involved. Um, but it's not the one I want in there, but I'm like, I can upgrade it later, you know? Um, and I created this, like, corner, and there's, like, anyways, I I drew it out the next day, and it was really great, and I really want to do, like, a big watercolor of it or something. But um, it was just, I'm very excited for all of us to get going on that kind of stuff and whatnot, so... It's all very new to me. I'm always such a very tangible thing. So to have this, this world like that I'm making up inside of my head. 
Well, with the dog probably. interrupting, <laughs> it's time for her to potty, which yep. means we should probably take oh, a break. Do a yep. break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this cat's content. They come. Cat's not back yet. There's a there's a cracker. Don't whistle. Snack time um, is not over. Never over, man. Oh, and then we have a Carly now again. You Snow. went out. Go lay down, ma'am. Please. Uh, so for our topic, um, Vex suggested, was it tools we use in our practice? Yeah. Magical tool. You want to start us off on, on that? Yeah, I can do that. Um, so honestly what I was thinking of was there are so many tools that we use just... So many tools that we specifically use in witchcraft, um, and people are familiar with those, they're familiar with, like, the wand, they're familiar with, like, a dagger sometimes, like, bells, things like that, things that you normally just use in witchcraft. Um, and I think that's pretty cool, and I think we can go into, like, about, like, talking about that, but what interests me, and what I'm interested in here especially, no, baby, what I'm interested in here especially, um, is tools that are not originally meant for witchcraft, hmm. but we have decided this is what's happening now. <laughs> this is ours. Exactly. I know we all have them. <laughs> so we have some communal what? ones as well. Um, but I was just interested in seeing like what your guys' like, tools are. That aren't tools. <laughs> Tools that aren't tools. Yeah. Tools that are tools. That aren't necessarily <laughs> witchy. Those usually used witchy for witchcraft. Yeah. Well, I think Aiden probably has some of those uh, for your wand making and stuff. Yeah, so I, a lot of my magical tools are things I've built myself, and I think I've made everyone here one or more witch tools, like actually magical tools. But the process of creating those is basically just fine woodworking. So a lot of um, the carving knives and like the uh, sandpaper and oils and all of those things I create to create magical tools, um, which are a lot of times similar to other creating other magical things like infusions and oils and herbs. Uh, those kind of things. But the process I've developed for creating those tools is very much its own magical practice in a way. Um, so even though those tools aren't necessarily something that is like a magical tool, they are very much an essential toolkit for that part of my practice. Um, so like I have a uh, I have a whittling knife that is specific that I use, it's dedicated. Um, I have a bunch of oil infusions and herbs that I use for uh, different things with that. I have, uh, the only thing I have that I don't usually dedicate specifically is sandpaper, just because I can throw it really fast. <laughs> um, but I'll use uh, you know, things like uh, moon water and um, then anything that you would use to create potions or oil infusions and things like that, you can use specifically in with woodworking uh, materials to create. It's not like an oil infusion you would use for topical application or anointing or something like that, but it is something that you can use with an oil finish in wood, and it will retain those uh, associations with whatever you. <laughs> add in with it. Um, and then things like a wood burner, which is not a magical tool, but it is by far the most permanent and uh, controllable method of applying uh, runes and sigils and scripts to wands and staffs and such that I've found. It's very cool. Any else that I like. Um, Point it at me. What do I use? I, this? <laughs> I don't know what I use. I pointed at cattle. Yeah, trash. Use trash. trash. 
There's but nothing wrong with that. Specifically, the child of Loki. You phrase that like they're the tool, aka they're the trash. <laughs> Me, I'm the trash. <laughs> I'm the gremlin. <laughs> uh, I personally, um, I like have the usual tools. You know, I have a little bell. That I use for sound cleansing. I do candles and all that. Um, I have two of the exact same because I, I lost the first one and then found it later. Classic. Um, <laughs> it's a clay making tool. Um, it's just a little like metal kind of like needle, and I use that to carve things into candles before I dress them and light them, um, which makes me feel like it's more focused on what I'm trying to achieve with this candle spell work. Um, other than that, I can't really think of anything else personally. I know, now that like we we brought it up, I'm like, brain, brain what? <laughs> I, I kind of wish best we're here, but we're here for this part, um, but I guess I'll ask Tara about it oh, instead. Oh, um, goodness. One main example that I can think of resides just over on the kitchen counter. Uh, oh, the coffee pot! <laughs> yeah, that, that was just, I feel like that was kind of a fluke magical <laughs> item. Was it? We should have known that fine runes on the coffee maker would have unintended consequences. <laughs> Guys, and now come we have a haunted on. coffee maker. We have a haunted coffee maker. We have a sentient chan- coffee enchanted maker. sentient She's coffee maker. She likes to withhold coffee. She yeah. seems to be a lot happier now that she has a little altar and a candle. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. But yes, we tend to, because we're living a magical life in <laughs> many aspects of our life, Things decide to start taking up magical properties. Yeah. Stop yeah, you don't say sigil. sigil on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> Just put one no. little guy. Just you didn't say sigil. You said runes, and I don't know runes. I said sigil or rune or something. <laughs> I was. I broad. I'm not gonna fuck with runes until just I know. Just a little one. Just a little one. I'll let Aiden. That's the worst thing that could happen. Who are active? There is a reason. I mean, that's with fire. It says not to fuck with runes until you know them. There is a reason. In spite of what I have seen on Witch Talk from several people, you can fuck yourself up really badly with runes, especially if you get them tattooed. Please do not get runes tattooed unless you know exactly what you're doing. What? I designed that one for you. You're fine. I designed it. You just checked my yes. work. Trying to take credit. And when tattoo artist was doing it, they they got help. Yes. Oh. Speaking of, we need more of that. We should enchant your the tattoo gun. Oh. Yeah, that's a magical tool. Magical tool is not magical. The tattoo Absolutely. gun is magical as fuck. Yeah, blooded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be careful with the power that you wield. You still gotta talk. Also. You need more practice. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a little We're guy. What your practice? <laughs> yeah. That was the deal, as we bought you the gun. Yeah. So that you could <laughs> you could practice on us. Yeah. Sounds so weird, but we're into it. <laughs> Uh, some of the stuff that I use in my magical practice actually, I think, has to be more to do with um, my deity work. And so, um, like, for example, I have a specific uh, nail polish that I use when I'm communing with the Morrigan that I sit and I paint my nails with her. Um, it was something I started really early in my practice before I even knew what I was doing and, like, what that was. Um, I was just trying to, like, spend time in front of my altar and be like, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to light your candle and talk to you, you know, kind of a thing. 
and that developed into painting my nails and, and spending time with her and so there's a lot of things that I do like that I have a special um lipstick color that I use if I like especially if I need her or I need to feel that confidence or I, I kind of want her energy more for the day I will wear her color or I'll put on the lipstick I also have like jewelry and necklaces and stuff that represent you know different aspects of her and things and um but yeah I think that and uh journals journals are a big magical item for me I journal everything I you know I even have a special one that's specifically just for uh drawing in for my magical practice you know you got runes you've got all kinds of things so um that's it for me. Lark is like the Fibers. the the tool person. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard for Lark because literally everything everything is, is, everything is tool. tool. Everything yeah. is a magical tool. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Tool. Where <laughs> <laughs> is magical tool? Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I did the spinning, you did, um, but I mean spinning and such has a very long history of magic, so. Have you thought of, like, taking your spindle and doing something with it? Like, I don't know, putting a, sig a sigil on it or doing a special oil on it or something to magically I mean, charge it? I don't know. magical tool. I was just curious if you thought about adding more. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, it reminds me, even though I hate him, the home improvement thing where it's like, more power! That's what I think about, because that's how I'm like, I'm like, how can I add more, more to this? More. I know, which is why that's what makes him toxic, is because he just wants to keep bu buffing it up until <laughs> it's that impractical. Oh, that makes him toxic? Well, no. I mean, <laughs> the character. <laughs> what? So is that why you hate it when I use infusions? What? More power. More power. <laughs> no, I'm the, one, I'm the one advocating for more power, power, and Lark's the one that's like, I think it's fine. Enough is enough. It's magical enough on itself. Well, <laughs> what about the um, like the spindle that you made after testing out the ones that Leah got? And wasn't that what we were just talking about? Yes, but the listeners don't know that you like made it yourself. That in itself oh, is the wood. a magical. Wasn't tool. the wood one that you harvested? was given to me for cleaning getting off the old rock wood from the hazel back. Mm -hmm. It was excellently cured on the tree. <laughs> 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 Which in itself, very magical. Yeah. And then I showed the tree this to after it was done. <laughs> <laughs> your flesh. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it was given as a gift for helping. Yeah. It was. We'll be. That's a big part of working with wands and staffs, too, is making sure you get the materials correctly. Mm -hmm. Ethically, I think that's a big Consent part. matters, yo. Ethically source every day. Mm -hmm. If you are into bones and pelts, it's like the make sure that is sourced correctly. Yeah, <laughs> fox that I found on the way home from my unity shift. Yeah. Have we talked about that? I don't think so. We should. It's really cool. I don't know what the status of it on is, but like I, I found I had a, I worked. At a women volunteered at a women's shelter and did overnight shifts and so I went one night I wasn't gonna go in the middle of the night so I was like if Fox is still there in the morning it was just roadkill dead in the middle of the road um, I will you know pick it up on the way home in the in the morning when it's light out and first it was right there and I, I grabbed it and brought it home and called Aiden and was like uh, be prepared. I don't want this thing just sitting in my car. <laughs> like, <laughs> be ready, be ready to go to do whatever you need to do for this thing. And mostly it was just, I asked him 
if it was okay. And like the 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 fox, if it was okay if I grabbed him and then um, was talking to him on the way home, I was like, uh, we're gonna try to give you a good like burial and stuff, but we're also gonna use some of your stuff, and I hope that's fine. We won't if you really don't want us to, but we're gonna try to give you a little bit more of like a, a second, a, a <laughs> of an actual like burial thing. So we did like a sky burial up there and. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the status of, on any of it is. You took over um, after that. Yeah, so it, the pelt is currently salted, and I actually need to go back and check it to make sure, um, because it has gone into the wet season, so I need to re-salt it if it's, uh, absorbed too much moisture. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's going to be an alum borax tan, so. Explain uh, it for uh, the small brain. What the So, uh, once I got the pelt off, then I salted it, which will dehydrate um, everything. Uh, then once that is complete, I have to scrape all of the flesh remaining off the skin. The icky gunk? Yep. Um, and then when that's done, it is a alum borax solution, so it's just like 20 meal team, and alum is a, it's used a lot in dyeing as a mordant. Um, but in tanning that produces the actual like uh, the tannin set in the hide that makes it leather. Chemicals. It's all just chemicals. Chemicals. But everything is. Everything. And then we invited Aiden figured out it was a really young male when he was uh, processing it. And so we invited him to hang around if he wanted a place to be if he wanted so. and more spooky spirits to our house uh yeah spooky just, it's just a little guy I, just a little lad as someone who was driving on near the same road and had to stop because it just there was one no brain cells there was one it was probably about the same size it looked exactly the same yeah and it was just Darting back and forth in front of the car, and running in circles in front of the car. Poor baby. Like sweetheart. <laughs> we did not hit it. To no. be clear, we did not hit it. I have never hit an animal with my car. Knock on wood, right now. I never do. Knock on wood, right now. I don't need to. I never will. <laughs> and that is how you tell the universe how it's gonna be. More power! <laughs> More power! <laughs> Something that I heard at one point that will never leave my brain, no matter how much I may or may not want it to, was, you know what you do when you're feeling down and just nothing's going your way? You grab the world by the testicles, bring it down to your level, and say, look, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> Sometimes you, that's just how you got to be. Yeah. They tried to train it out of us, but... Somewhere among my things, probably in Stanley and her little storage area, or maybe not, maybe it's in Eugene, I don't know. I do have a pen that I was specifically using for magical workings because oh, it was cool. like a little ink pen that you could like change the different colors in. That's cool. So I had like different colored inks. Um, don't know where any of that is. Haven't known where it was since I moved from Albany back to Eugene <laughs> up here. So yeah, but someday. that's also a really cool idea. Reminds me of the journal one. I think Max oh. was first. <laughs> um, I was just going to go back to, back on the tools thing, back to Tara um, mm. mentioned like using a um, sp- specific color lipstick mm-hmm. and like nail polish and stuff, which um, a little less so with what you were doing since you were tying it to like deity work, yeah. um, but that's also stuff that people can actually use commonly in like glamour magic, yep. which is something I do on a regular basis. And so all of that sort of stuff. Um, <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> 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 um, 
says the other Leo. <laughs> Ask her how she knows. Ask me how I know. It becomes, again, that's where, like, the line really gets even more blurred or non-existent, in all honesty. Yeah. It's anything you put on your body, anything you use to anoint your body, anything you put on, like, uh, with makeup, anything you use to wash your hair. Literally all of it can be used in glamour magic. And if you do use all of it in glamour magic, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and Aiden. Uh, so what I was going to talk about was... Um what Salem was saying about having a pen with specific inks. One of the tools that I use frequently in artificery that I did not mention, that I also use mm. very frequently mm -hmm. in room work, is inks. Um, so I have a specific bottle of India ink that I use for almost everything with my rooms. Uh, and I love it because it will take on almost any surface um, even non-porous surfaces, it will it'll harden up like an enamel so you can get a good coverage and it's pretty permanent once it's dried. Uh, and the other really nice thing about it is it is uh, capable of taking infusions. So you can put herbs right in the bottle and as long as you don't overdo it so that you don't end up with a sludge, um, you can do all kinds of things like that. Uh, the other thing is um, coloring, stuff like that, is really important in room work. Uh, it's actually mentioned directly in the Runes Hall um, as a critical component of understanding how the rooms work. And uh, that frequently also involves uh, blooding them, um, which is another really nice thing about using inks and such like that, is you can just prick a finger and put a, add a couple of drops to a bottle and it'll keep long enough that you can use that consecutively for quite a while. Nice. More power. More, More power. power. <laughs> you don't have to poke your finger every single time you want to do no, something. Nope, nope. That is very nice. I hate having to poke my finger. Um, my nose was about in what uh, Bex was saying. <laughs> Bouncing around. <laughs> um, it just kind of like sparked my brain. But... Um, I mean, people that like the glamour magic and stuff, like, I had a tube of mascara that, like, every morning I would just put on the mascara, but, like, that's what I put on. I was just like, oop, this is going to give me some self-confidence. I'm going to be, I, like, did a little sigil on it, oh, and that's I what it was. Um, yeah, just, like, in Sharpie on, on the side, on the tube of mascara. Listen, Sharpies are a gift. Dude, Sharpies, I use Sharpies in witchcraft rock. all the time. Because um, they come in different colors and you yes. associate those with colors with, with more things and more power. We more love power. color coding! <laughs> we love we color do. coding. We love, I love correspondences. Yes. Um, but also, um, just depending on what you're wearing, how you're dressing, I mean, it is literally an armor that you could put on. It is, you know, anything... You want to be magic is magic. <laughs> legit. Honestly, legit. That's it's true. True. <laughs> Something I started doing um, again in this past like week. Uh, I call it void time. Um, <laughs> void time. Oh my <laughs> void god. Time. Void time. Void time is nice. Mm -hmm. So it's become a thing that I do pretty much every night before bed, or I guess whenever I need it, but I really haven't needed it yet. Um, but essentially. All it is, is it's getting in bed or wherever I am and taking the big, like, um, like, duvet that I have and, like, putting it over myself to the point where there's no light. And then it's void time and nothing exists outside of the void. There is only the void. You are safe in the void. Nothing has to be done in the void. And that in and of itself is not only a coping mechanism, um, but it's also, in the magical sense, a pause, a reset, a time for magical processing that it's honestly really good for like retaining information mm. um, or deciding how you're feeling on something because it takes away literally any outside influence that you might be having mm -hmm. at that point in time. And so for magical working, if you're thinking about something and you may be influenced too much by outside forces or have too much conflicting information, Void time gives you the chance to physically and 
spiritually cut yourself off for a bit. Yes. Void time. Absolutely love that as like a like name for it. <laughs> I love and miss and since COVID have not been back to, but I loved doing the like uh, sensory deprivation floats mm. where you just be in salt water warm enough and buoyant enough that it was like you were floating in nothing. I could not, you could not feel any sensation in your body unless you like happened to touch the side of the wall and it was completely dark. I have always wanted to do that. And all TV you can too. hear is your heartbeat and your breathing. And I just sit there and you could just like meditate. <coughs> One time I literally felt my mom like shoot out a like ray of something, like this giant, like large pink beam basically. Yeah. And then we got out and I was like, what what were you doing there? <laughs> and she was just like, what do you mean? And I was just like, I nothing. felt that. I felt that. It was the in there. <laughs> but yeah, I love a sensory deprivation. I love void time. I'm jelly. I wish we could do that here, figure out a way to yes. get the hot tub working. <laughs> I was going to say, fill the hot tub with a lot of salty water and just put the color back on while you're in there. I also agree, void time is basically what I've been doing to get back to that meditative practice I mentioned uh, at the beginning. Um, is just when I am taking the time to process my experience from that ritual is exactly what you described as void time where I, I can go into myself and just cut out all of the external influences um, which is as I'm, I've been learning is what I do naturally in meditation anyways um, because, and then this goes back to what I was saying about I don't really resonate with a lot of like the guided meditations and stuff. It's because I'm aphantasic, so I don't see anything whenever I'm in the meditative space. Well, I'm going to start guiding our own anyways, yeah. so. Um, Are you done? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, so one of the things is, the book that I'm reading is Psychic Witch by uh, Matt Aron. But one of the things that he talks about, the void time thing, is that, of, and I've talked about this in my class, um, is giving yourself that time to have idle time because we're always have something, a screen in front of us or reading or something, you know, any sort of downtime, we fill it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, we don't have that idle time for our brains to just be, you know, or just think like just the computer is always on, always <laughs> on. And so then once you get to your sleeping and your dreaming, it's like, it's, it's then taking everything from the day. So he's talking about a lot of the times getting into that psychic state or that meditative state, uh, is just getting there to, um, just give yourself more of that idle time. Exactly. So I would, and he, he actually talks about, and I thought of you, he talks, no, no, no. Consorting with Spirits. I'm listening to that one as well. I forget the, the author off the top of my head. But I thought of you because he's like, he also really, really preaches meditation in that one. And he's just like, even if you think you're bad at meditating, you are not. I can guarantee you are not bad at meditating. And it just reminded me of you so much. I'm like, see? See, Vex? <laughs> you can't be bad at it. No one's bad at it. You just do it. Just sit there. <laughs> just sit there. I, uh, <laughs> sort of as like, something I think we could do an entire episode on. Mm -hmm. Two things we could do an entire episode on. <laughs> one of which is unrelated, which is why Wicca which sucks. Which is... Uh, exactly. Me? One of them is why Wicca sucks. Mm -hmm. um, the second uh, is meditation, but all of the different types yes. and the fact that mainstream media and mainstream witchcraft media pushes one specific type which then leads people to believe that they can't meditate or they're doing yeah. it wrong. That's one of the, the reasons why I have taken so long because it's all that westernized stuff of things that I'm like, this doesn't feel right, this feels too shiny, this feels too, you know, whatever. I mean, and like, like, just, it was pretty difficult for me to be like, am I allowed to do this? Yeah. When I'm brown and like all these <laughs> other witches are white? Like, yep. And then there's a bright light shining in your face and... Lark gets mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this meditation. I don't like this. I don't like this one. <laughs> and 
that is why we witchcraft. I think so. Uh, that is why we witchcraft. Bye.